Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of the Williamsville Wire podcast, your home for Williamsville sports. I'm Seth Coons. You know, coming to you Friday morning, a lot of big stuff happening uh, come this weekend. Some big stuff happening on Thursday night for the uh, Williamsville Bullets, and we've got a lot to cover. But first, some news from the podcast. You know, me and Nathan Simcoe, we got together, we got to talking, and we decided, you know, we need to recommit to what the uh, Williamsville Wire started as. We need to recommit to the podcast. Uh, you know, we have decided that we are going to uh, buy some new equipment, get things rolling again, you know, because uh, from the beginning of the uh, Williamsville Wire, you know, one thing that we always had was the uh, podcast. And, you know, since we've expanded, you know, it just kind of feels like we've lost sight of the uh, podcast a little bit. But, you know, uh, we are going to... Uh, make the commitment we're going to make uh, some purchases and we're going to get things rolling again for you guys so we thank you for your patience uh throughout the year and uh, we hope that you guys will keep on listening to us because you know we're gonna we're gonna get back to rolling the way we used to uh, roll on this podcast while we continue to bring you some high quality videos so uh, we're excited for what is to come but without further ado let's just hop right into this week's episode for the final time of the year we start with boys and girls golf we're going to start over with the boys golf team the team season ended in their sectional but cole brewer and will seaman advanced as individuals to the state championships cole brewer and will seaman they both made it today too uh cole had a slow start to his day but ended plus seven on the last 14 holes so some great shooting there ended up shooting 84 uh tied for 52nd and then Will Seaman shot a 78 with a couple birdies and ended up in 25th. So just some great stuff from those players. Um, we thank all of the seniors uh, that came out this season. Uh, Jaden Sloman, Trey Carter, Carson Conklin. We thank them for their dedication to the boys golf program, you know, just throughout their years. And, uh, you know, we also thank them for... Uh, their support of the uh, Williamsville Wire podcast. We are going to work to not just get uh, some of the golf members on, but we feel like, you know, just to kind of wrap up some of these fall sports, you know, we, we owe these guys a, uh, we, we owe these teams interviews because, you know, that's what the Williamsville Wire is. That's why we founded the Williamsville Wire. We wanted to give our players, our coaches, you know, some great coverage. So we're going to look, try to find ways, try to carve out, you know, set aside that time so we can get those guys on, talk to them, you know, just uh, thank them for all they've done for Williamsville Sports. But, you know, like we said, you know, Cole Brewer, Will Seaman, they headed to state this year. They're juniors. They return next year, you know. Should be a fun team to watch next year. You know, Jesse Nolke, while he does lose some of those seniors, he does have some great juniors and uh, underclassmen returning for him next year. So should be exciting stuff uh, that Nathan Simcoe and uh, – the rest of his crew will get to cover come next year, but at this time we take the turn over to girls golf. Um, the girls golf team, they ended their season at their sectional, and we take the time to thank Marissa Carroll and Nellie Weller to the two seniors on that golf team. And exciting stuff for that girls golf team, you know, they return Naomi Roberts, they return Zoe Beard, they return the rest of those underclassmen. And, uh, you know, Roberts and Beard, you know, they, they were two of the top golfers this season for that golf team, you know, they made some noise in their uh, regional, made some noise in the sectional. So 
exciting stuff to have those guys returning for their senior season. But once again, we thank all of the uh, golfers this year in Williamsville. It was a lot of fun to be able to cover you guys. And, uh, you know, we look forward to covering you again come next fall. And at this time, we take the time to talk about our first sponsor of the day. That is Carter Bros Lumber. Carter Bros Lumber, for as long as they've been in the Sherman and Williamsville communities, they have been supporting Williamsville Bullet Athletics. Um, you know, we work with them. Uh, they got us a sound mixer. We're going to start using that for the podcast. We're going to start using it for all of our live wire stuff in the uh, spring, the winter, the fall. Um, they've just been a lot of fun to work with. You know, I do the baseball broadcast with Jeff Carter, and he's been a lot of fun to work with. I've definitely learned a lot from him. Uh, you know, he, he helped me grow as a, a baseball commentator last spring and uh you know i hope to grow with him um again come this spring so some great people some great products get all your lumber needs taken care of at two carter lane in springfield once again head on over to two carter lane for all of your lumber needs so at this time we head over to soccer taking a look at all things williamsville bullets soccer the williamsville bullets they get ready to play in a regional championship they play that game on saturday in Riverton on the Riverton Hawks football field at 11 a.m. They take on the Beardstown Tigers. Now you might be thinking, whoa, 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 Seth, we've seen this before. We've seen this regional championship matchup before, and you have. This regional championship happened last year. Uh, the Beardstown Tigers ended up winning that game, and, you know, you talk to Cam Fry, you talk to some of those other guys. You know, today I was talking to Cam Fry. He's in my first hour graphics class, and he'd gotten done with all of the uh, his coursework, so you know he took the time. He pulled up the film from the uh, Four Corners game that the Williamsville Bullets played the Beardstown Tigers in. You know Williamsville won that game, but Cam Fry said he wasn't happy with the uh, performance. He he wants to come out in this regional game. He doesn't want to leave any doubt, especially after last year's regional game that the Williamsville Bullets lost. This is a huge game for Cam Fry and his teammates. So let's take some time. Let's take a look at how the Williamsville Bullets got to this point. The Williamsville Bullets will enter Saturday's matchup with an 18-5 record. They have won their last 12 games. They're on a 12-game win streak. That win streak comes after a three-game losing streak. You know, a lot of people during that losing streak, you know, me and Simcoe talked about it, they wondered how the Williamsville Bullets would respond. And they responded greatly. Like I said, 12 straight wins. I mean, and and they weren't just like 1-0 wins, you know, 2-0 wins. Now, they start that winning streak with a 1-0 win against Peoria Christian. And then they beat Pleasant Plains, North Mac, Carlinville, Olympia. They shut all those teams up. They won those games by a combined 25-0. to and then, you know, St. Thomas More, they get one on the Bullets. They win that game 6-1. to one. But then they're back to their shutout ways. You know, in that 12-game winning streak, they have allowed one goal. Um, the rest of their wins, you know, 10-0 against Riverton, 5-0 against Warrensburg Latham, 7-0 against Athens, 2-0 against Bloomington Central Catholic, and a 4-0 win against... Lincolnwood. So that Lincolnwood game rounds out the regular season, then they head into their regional. They have to play Riverton on their home turf. No problem for the Williamsville Bullets. They win that game 8-0, and that sets up the regional championship 11 a.m. against the Beardstown Tigers. 
taking a look at the Williamsville Bullet stats this year. Cam Fry comes into this one averaging two goals a game. Um, taking a look at everything, you know, goals-wise, the Bullets have scored 103 goals. Cam Fry has 46. Jacob Park, the next guy behind him, with 23. And then, you know, you got goals spread out. Tyler Campbell has six. Reed Bodine has seven. Jared Woods has four. Connor Berkey has one. Um, Drew Mirabile, he has three goals on the season. So, oh, the scoring is coming from different places. You know, me and Simcoe, we talked about that. You know, one of the big things in that regional championship game last year against the Beardstown Tigers, you know, they man-marked Cam Fry the entire game, had to force other people to score. It worked out for Beardstown. Beardstown ends up winning that game. They head into the sectional. Um, but this is a different Williamsville team than last year. They have a good amount of seniors on this team. They have seniors who lost that regional championship game to Beardstown last year. They have a bad taste in their mouth, you know. You talk to Camp Fry, you know, even before they played them in the Four Corners Classic, you know. You talk to Cam, Cam talks about that regional championship game, you know. Taking a look at that Four Corners Classic game, Williamsville wins that game 2-0, to zero, but like we said, you know, Camp Fry the rest of that team, you know, they are hungry headed into this game. So exciting stuff for this Williamsville Bullet Boys soccer team. Make sure to get out to Riverton Saturday morning, 11 a.m. Go support the Williamsville Bullets as they make the bid for a regional championship. The Williamsville Wire will be there, and we will have highlights up after that one. So just some exciting stuff for this Williamsville Bullet soccer team as we hope that they will be able to continue their playoff push after this one once again Williamsville 18 and 5 they're on a 12 game winning streak in those 12 games they have allowed one goal so impressive stuff from that Williamsville bullet soccer team and you know while we're talking about that one allowed goal you know Colton is here he is amazing in the net you know as we talked about he set that career saves record so some good stuff from the offensive side of the ball Cam Fry, Jacob Park, Tyler Campbell those are the seniors getting it done there. And then on the defensive side of the ball, you know, Gavin Stoll, Colton Nazir, just to name a couple of those guys. They're getting the job done for the Williamsville Bullets. So some exciting stuff as we head into Saturday at 11 a.m. But now let's take the turn. Let's thank our second sponsor of the day. That is Law Automotive. Law Automotive, you know, out in Springfield, uh, if you're in that Springfield area, if you have any car troubles, you know, go take it to the staff at Law Automotive. Great people, a great product. Support them, support the Williamsville Bolts, support the Williamsville Wire at 1817 West Jefferson Street in Springfield. So now we take a turn over to the Williamsville Volleyball Team. And tonight, with it, with the win over New Berlin, the Williamsville Volleyball Team locks up the Sangamo Conference title outright. The first time that has been done for the Williamsville Bolts since 2015 so we take the time we congratulate Courtney Beard we congratulate that uh, Williamsville volleyball team it's quite the accomplishment you know heading into this season I got the feeling that you know this group they could do some special stuff you know um, just last year you know you saw that spark near the end of the season that we always talk about you knew that uh, you know Courtney Beard and this team they they had a lot you know of momentum behind them and I think they took that momentum into this year you take a look at their schedule. The Bullets have an impressive 22-8 and record. Like we said, 9-0 and in the Sangamo Conference. That includes wins over Moreau, Forsyth, over Pleasant Plains, over Athens. So, you know, 
those three big teams in the same old conference, you know, they took care of business against them. So this is a team, you know, they worked hard over the summer, you know, they saw the results come this season and they definitely deserved that Sangamo Conference title. So congratulations to the Williamsville volleyball team on your outright Sangamo Conference title. Um, this team, they have three games left until they close out the regular season. And taking a look at those three games, those three games are against SHG, Mount Pulaski, and Hartsburg Emden. So a lot of exciting stuff as we start heading over to the postseason. They are in the Warrensburg-Latham Regional in the Riverton Sectional. Now taking a look at this regional, um, they are the two seed, so they have that first round by. They take on the winner of Riverton-Clinton, and then if they win that game, they will head to the regional championship. That regional championship will take place on Thursday, October 27th. Um, they will play the winner of Moroa versus the winner of Warrensburg-Latham uh, against Tri-City. So that game will be happening next week. We'll give you a more extensive view of this regional and this sectional in next week's episode. Um, but once again, congratulations to uh, Coach Beard uh, on a phenomenal second season. You know, got once again, got the sense that this was going to be a great season just through the summer, you know. You hear all about everything that that team was doing through the summer, all the hard work that they were putting in. It's awesome to uh, see these kinds of results. So uh, once again, congratulations to Coach Beard and the Williamsville volleyball team on the outright Sangmo Conference title, the first outright Sangmo Conference volleyball title that has gone to the Williamsville Bullets since 2015. But at this time, we take the turn over to football. But first, a word from our final sponsor of the day, Fire and Ale. You know, uh, Nathan Simcoe and I, every week we look forward to heading over to Fire and Ale, you know, talking some Williamsville Bullet football on the Williamsville Bullet post-game show. Fire and Ale, they have a very inviting staff, you know, great people over there. They welcome us in, you know, it's it's after they've closed, so they've packed stuff up. They're getting ready to uh, head home, but they still uh, get us some dinner. They still bring us in. They still welcome us, so definitely feels like a family atmosphere over there. So if you're looking for a great burger, a great calzone, a great pizza, a great horseshoe, doesn't matter what you're looking for, pretty good chance that Fire and Ale has it. You can just head on over to 135 Illini Boulevard in Sherman, Illinois. You know, great food, great people. Support them, support the Williamsville Wire. So uh, we look forward to working with them, you know, throughout the course of this year. But now we take the turn over to football. A tough loss for the football team last week, you know. Um, a 24-20 loss against the Moreau Forsyth Trojans. Um, you know, but while the loss is hard, I think that it was good for this uh, Williamsville Bullet team, you know, because I think you learn a lot about a team in a loss. You know, the Bullets, they did not play uh, a perfect game, but, you know, I think there was definitely some good parts with it. You know, I think Jake Seaman, he looked good running the football. I think he had some beautiful passes to uh, Jackson Workman, to Ethan Hines, you know. He was still getting people involved. You know, Colin Ripperta, he looked great on the defensive side of the ball. He looked great on the offensive side of the ball. So that's definitely promising if you need a fresh set of legs, uh, you know, come the postseason, you know, hand Colin Ripperta the ball, you know. Uh, he can get um, some good yards for you. He can always 
put a shoulder down, you know, run someone over and continue to get those yards. You know, we saw that on Friday night against the uh, Moroa Forsyth Trojans. But, you know, uh, you take a look at Moroa, they definitely impressed on Friday night. You know, I thought Aiden Riser, he looked amazing. You know, Caden Maurer, um, he was very elusive in the pocket. You know, there were times when he'd escape and he'd make one heck of a play. And, you know, it was it was fun to call, um, you know, two great teams duking it out on Paul Jenkins Field, um, you know, but I think that in this loss, you know, I think um, I think it teaches Williamsville some lessons. I think it definitely makes this team hungrier as they head into the final two weeks of the regular season and head into the uh, postseason, and I think it definitely gives them some things to work on, you know. Uh, just taking a look the last couple of weeks, you know, uh, one thing that the Williamsville Bullets could definitely improve on is energy, you know, energy from the uh, first kickoff all the way to that last whistle, you know, you want the energy to be high, you know, uh, Williamsville, especially in the postseason, they're not going to be afforded, you know, any time to, you know, kind of pick that energy up, and, uh, you know, I so I think that we're going to see an improvement of energy out of this Williamsville Bullet football team, um, you know, it's, it's not so much a loss that can kill a team, but it's what the team does after a loss and you know I think that this team is definitely capable of answering the call so you know on Friday night you know tonight when they take on the uh, Pleasant Plains Cardinals you know we're gonna see how the Williamsville Bullets answer um, that loss so let's take the time let's take the turn let's talk about this game against the uh, Pleasant Plains Cardinals the Williamsville Bullets enter this matchup six and one looking to move to seven and one on the season um, the Pleasant Plains Cardinals sit at a 2-4 and four record, so the Pleasant Plains Cardinals need a win to stay playoff eligible, and, you know, it would be huge for this Pleasant Plains Cardinals team to be able to come out and uh, beat the Williamsville Bullets. You know, I think looking at this matchup, there are definitely some things that, you know, some people would say that Williamsville has an advantage in. You know, historically, you take a look at this matchup, and in all these meetings, you know, the Pleasant Plains Cardinals, they only have one win against the Williamsville Bullets. That win came in 2015. So it's been a while since the uh, Cardinals have been able to get one from Williamsville. And, you know, if you're Williamsville, you look to head into Pleasant Plains tomorrow night. You look to keep that trend rolling. But like I said, that this is going to be a hungry Pleasant Plains Cardinals scene. They are playing for a playoff spot right now. You know, they're fighting to get that third win of the season, you know, head into week nine, get the fourth win of the uh, season. And then, you know, you still have that uh, Riverton game that has yet to uh, be decided. So there's a lot up in the air for this uh, Pleasant Plains Cardinals team, but it all has to start on Friday night against the Williamsville Bullets. You know, they got to go out. They got to defend their home turf. They got to move to three and four on the season. Uh, keep that loss column at four, not let it move to five. But, uh, you know, just taking a look at things from the Williamsville perspective, you know, this is a huge game in terms of we lost last week. Let's see, you know, how the Williamsville Bolts respond this week. And, you know, I think that this is definitely a team that can respond. You take a look at the senior leadership on this team. You know, on the offensive side of the ball, just to name a few people, Jake Seaman, Harley Sharp, Colvin Fleck, Ethan Hines, uh, Jackson Workman, you know, Jacob Finley on that offensive line. You know, there are senior leaders, you know, 
speckled throughout that entire offense. And then, you know, you take a turn to the defensive end of the ball. You look at that uh, defensive line, uh, Sam McCoy, Walt Lehman, those guys, they're seniors uh, on that D-line. You take a look at your secondary and your linebackers. You take a look at Colin Ripperday. You take a look at Nolan Bates. You take a look at Gage Knowles. They have been huge leaders for this Williamsville Bullet team on that defensive side of the ball. And, you know, this is a huge week for them to respond. And, uh, you know, we're going to see how they respond on a Friday night at 7 p.m. You know, that game's at Pleasant Plains. Um, the Williamsville Wire will be there to bring you highlight coverage. Uh, you can check for that on the Williamsville Wire website. Channel 1450 will also be posting the Williamsville Wire's highlights. Um, but just taking a look at things, you know, Jake Seaman, he throws his first interception of the year on the last play of the Moroa game. But having your first interception come, you know, on the last play of the game in week seven when you're trying to heave the ball down the field, uh, Hail Mary, you know, last play of the game makes something happen. That That's not bad for a, a senior quarterback who's been leading his team great the entire year, you know. Um, Ethan Hines, he had one touchdown in the uh, matchup against uh, Moroa Forsyth. But he also only had one reception, so he's looking for an uptick in uh, receptions and receiving yards this week. You know, Jackson Workman, he's going to look to go out. He had two touchdowns against Moreau Forsyth last week. He's going to look to keep that rolling. Uh, then, you know, you take a look at the defensive end of the ball. They allowed 24 points, um, but, you know, when you take a look at that Moreau Forsyth offense, you know, that's that's not a bad number to allow at all. So. They're going to look to get back, get out, get after it this week. But I think that that is going to bring us to the end of this week's episode. Uh, we thank you guys for tuning in. Like we said, we are going to, you know, really get back in the swing of this podcast, you know, coming down the stretch uh, in the fall seasons, headed into winter, headed into spring. So we thank you guys for uh, sticking with us, and uh, we hope you tune in again next week. Thank you.